You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of the all-new Lockdown Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley, Jake Mastriani with you after a little bit longer night at the ballpark than we expected, thanks to some inclement weather. But nonetheless, a great night at the ballpark for the Atlanta Braves to pick up a 12-2 win as they open a three-game series with the Washington Nationals. That and a Mets loss has moved the Braves a game closer to first place. They're two and a half games out. Charlie Morton was great on this night. Michael Harris II was great on this night. A lot of great things happened for the Braves offense in general. We're going to get into all of that here on the postcast. Make sure you subscribe to the all-new Lockdown Sports Atlanta YouTube page. Enable those alerts so you get notified every time we drop a new episode. And make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Well, Jake, you and I have been kind of in the waiting room for a while trying to get this thing started thanks to that really late rain delay, the 75 minutes that we're not going to get back. But there's so much good that happened on this night. Not even the rain could dampen how you have to feel about how the Braves played in the opener. Yeah, it was great. It's exactly what you want in this series. If you when you want things to play out against a team who's struggling like the Nationals, get a big big lead early, let the pitching staff go to work that's been so great and cruise to a victory and save those big bullpen arms for that big series that you have at the beginning of next week. So, uh, again, this was the game plan coming in. The Nationals have the worst starter ERA in all of baseball. Take yeah. advantage of that, score some runs early, and, again, just let your great pitching staff go to work. Yeah, and that was certainly on display. The Nationals' rotation is basically the polar opposite of what the Braves' rotation has been giving them, particularly over the last, what, six weeks now since the start of June. The Braves' rotation has really come into focus. I know Ian Anderson's had some ups and downs, but Charlie Morton looks like he's back. Spencer Strider looks like an absolute tour de force. And then, oh, by the way, you got Max Reed and Kyle Wright pitching to all-star caliber levels as well. Lots of good things have been going on for the Braves, and this was a night that was typified by more of the same. Game number 85 of the season, game one of three in the series against Washington. Nationals dropped to 30-56 and 56 with this loss. Two runs, both on a Juan Soto home run. Five hits, no errors, four men left aboard. Braves pick up their 50th win of the year against 35 losses. 12 runs, 15 hits, no errors, and six men left on base. Charlie Morton, the winner, 5-3 and three on the year. Eric Fetty takes the loss. He was knocked around by the Braves, 5-6 and six for him. No save in a game that lasted two hours and 51 minutes, but also had a one-hour and 15-minute rain delay tacked on, and a crowd of 41,725 had to be pretty happy because you had to get this game in before midnight so that you could get the fireworks that were already postponed from the last time there was a rain delay on the 4th of July. So I'm sure fans are excited about that. We do not have a pyrotechnic show here on the Braves postcast, though. We do have great analysis, and let's start with Charlie Morton, Jake. Seven innings of four-hit ball, the two runs, Juan Soto, I mean, when he gets to you, Pretty much tip of the cap. He's about as good as it gets. Uh, three walks, seven strikeouts. What did you see out of Charlie Morton? For me, it just seems like he has found it again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and look, your your offense gives you a big lead that early in the game. You want Charlie to do exactly what he did, and that's go seven innings and save the bullpen, especially after an extra innings game the night before. So for me, that was the biggest thing for Charlie is just, you know, don't get in too many deep counts. Just go deep into the game, rest your bullpen. And that's what I love the most about him in this start. But I mean, he was still really good. Tons of swings and misses, 19 called strikes. Mm -hmm. So again, just being very efficient, pounding the strike zone. I know he had the walks in there as well, but 
Uh, again, just really good stuff from Charlie Morton. We're now at five starts in a row now where I think he's been very good. He had the one start in Philadelphia where struggled with command a little bit, but still battled through that start. So I think Charlie Morton is it's back. I think I'm ready to say that at this point. And I really love, again, what he did on Friday. The most is just giving the team a length and saving some of those bullpen arms. Yeah, he was able to do that, and the Braves, Brian Snitker, certainly appreciates it. And as you mentioned, it really helps set up not just the weekend, but the big series that is looming against the New York Mets. The Braves don't want to overlook the Washington Nationals. They want to win these games, get that momentum going, but they also want to have themselves you know, as rested and ready as you can be in the bullpen for a team like New York that can really test you, the likes of which the Braves are not seeing this weekend against the Nationals. Though, again, you can't overlook anybody because that's baseball. Any team can beat any other team on a given day, but for the Braves, today was their day. We'll talk more about the Braves' offense, which in particular was highlighted by a whole bunch of home runs and a great night from Michael Harris II. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you about Coffee AM because coffee has never tasted so good. Coffee AM is an Atlanta-based small-batch coffee roaster. If you go to coffeeam.com slash locked on today, you can take a look at their full menu of coffees and teas and gift sets, something for everybody. That's coffeeam.com slash locked on. Use the code locked on at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order. Coffee AM, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. If this rain delay had gone on much longer, I might have needed a cup of coffee or maybe a pot of coffee, depending on how long it was going to go on and how late we would be up doing this show. But fortunately, the rains passed. But before rain was falling, there were baseballs being pelted all over Truist Park from a variety of brave sluggers. And I think that the one I'm going to start with is the one who had the biggest and perhaps uh, most majestic home run of the night, and that's saying something on a night that Ronald Acuna Jr. also left the park. But how about Michael Harris? Career-high four hits, career-high four RBI, and a home run into the chop house that was probably the most, uh, again, majestic of his young career. Yeah, I mean, you look at his last, what, six, seven at-bats now and what he's doing with the baseball. I mean, I know he's gone through a, a little bit of a, a slump, and that's to be expected for a rookie who came out just unbelievably hot. But seems to be picking things back up here lately, and just what a great night it was and showing his versatility, taking a ball to left field down the line and then being able to pull that ball into the second deck of the chop house. I mean, just unbelievable stuff, what he's doing. You know, last night I was ready to proclaim Spencer Strider the NL Rookie of the Year, and then Michael Harris comes out the next night and is just like, uh, I listened to the postcast, I'm going to show you. Mm -hmm. and, and, this is, and this is what he comes out with, just another unbelievable performance from a Braves rookie this season. Just love watching him play, running down balls in the gap as well. I mean, we're talking about awards already. Obviously, it's midseason. It's the time to do that. I got to think this guy is going to win the gold glove in center field. I, I mean, again, with what he's doing out there, it's just incredible. And to see him, you know, getting going at the plate again as well, it's just fun to see. And then I loved him coming back out of the rain delay, signing autographs, you know, dapping it up with the fans there. Yep. I mean, just you're loving everything that you're seeing from this kid right now who is 21 years old. He is a kid indeed, just doing amazing things on a baseball field. What well, youngest player in the major leagues and one of the most impressive. I think you're right on the money about that gold glove, no pun intended there, because Mike has been money his entire time here. 39 games, he's batting average back up to 310 after the four-hit night. He's got seven homers, 24 runs knocked in, half a dozen stolen bases, an OPS approaching 900, and that elite caliber defense. It's just the entire package and everything the Braves could have asked for and then some upon bringing him up from A Mississippi. It's just crazy to think that a kid can make that jump after very little time above a ball and be such an impact player, but that's exactly what Michael Harris II has been. 
And Ronald Acuna Jr. did go deep. He was two for five. He needed himself a multi-hit game. And Ronald launched a big-time home run in this one. Had three runs knocked in. Also had a double. The real downer of the night, though, if there was one, is that in the eighth inning, Ronald fouled a ball off his left foot again. Looked like it was off his toe this time. He hobbled over to the dugout. I'm hoping that this is not something that's going to be as serious as the last foul ball off the foot. But as with anything, we'll just find out after the game. Yeah, I mean, it's not my foot that's getting hit here, but it looked like it was off the the end of the foot there. So I think he's going to be okay. But I was glad to see him get that home run. And you could see some frustration mm-hmm. in his celebration there watching that, which he had every right to. That ball was absolutely destroyed. But he knows he's not back to himself right now. He knows he's struggling a little bit, and he wants to be part of what the Braves are doing. And it's amazing the success the Braves are having when Ronald is kind of struggling a little bit like he has been lately. So to see him get that home run, I know that felt good for him, and hopefully he's just going to continue to roll. Hopefully he's all right. Hopefully yeah. uh, my weak analysis of the foul ball off the toe uh, <laughs> is correct and that he'll be okay. But more so just glad to see him you know, be part of the action, get that big home run, uh, and hopefully we get to see Ronald going. Yeah, Ronald's the guy that sets the tone for this lineup. You know the Braves are a different team when he's going right than – He hasn't really gotten on one of those real home run binges yet this year, but I do expect to see one or more of those at some point. And uh, launching one like he did on Friday night against the Nationals, maybe that's a good sign for Mr. Acuna. Matt Olson got the scoring started way, 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 way back in the early part of the game, first inning, with a home run, his 13th of the year. He also picked up his 33rd double on the season. That matches Hank Aaron for the most doubles through 85 games in franchise history. It's also the most in Major League Baseball. And as I've often said, Anytime you wear a Braves uniform and your name is next to Hank Aaron's name as far as an offensive accomplishment or a pace that you're on, that's the good stuff right there. And Matt Olson has found his way into that. William Contreras, my guy, Wild Bill, his 11th home run of the season. And Dansby Swanson, three hits in five trips. Did not get the All-Star starting nod, but Dansby's going to be out in L.A. as one of the All-Stars representing the Atlanta Braves. I have no doubt about that. Well, let's get you set up for what is going to be a – A good weekend for the Braves to continue to make up some ground, perhaps, in the National League East. They already picked up a game. They're two and a half behind the New York Mets, who lost to the Miami Marlins on Friday night. So that's the way to start the weekend. And ahead, they have game two against the Washington Nationals. I want to tell you about that. But first, I want to let you know about Sports Card Investor, because as I've collected baseball cards for most of my life, I'm excited to tell you about this new app. It's the Sports Card Investor app. And whether you're a casual card collector or just looking for something as an alternative investment opportunity, the free Sports Card Investor app has something for you. You can browse over 600,000 cards from every sport with hundreds more being added each week. Check the latest values of your cards and find the best prices to buy directly through the app with the eBay Deals feature. You can download the Sports Card Investor app today. It's available for free in the Google Play and Apple app stores or go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on. You can find all the info there as well. Let's talk about game two. It's the Braves. It's the Nationals. It's Saturday afternoon. Kyle Wright, 9-4, and four, a 2-9-1 ERA. Patrick Corbin, 4-10 and 10 with a 568, but he has thrown the ball better lately. This, though, Jake, I think is the race for 10 wins between Kyle Wright and Max Freed. Kyle could be the first one to get there if he picks up one against the Nationals on Saturday. Yeah, last cut, last start cut short uh, with the rain delay. Hopefully we're, we're done with rain for a little bit, but uh, never, never know this time of year. Uh, but I'm glad to see Kyle get back out there. I thought his start before that, he was uh, starting to look more like himself, like he was in the early part of the season. And then obviously in that that rain short start as well. Uh, so really excited to see him get back out there. And yeah, you mentioned Patrick Corbin, eight innings, uh, two starts ago, seven innings, his last time out, looking kind of more like Patrick Corbin, but 
or the vintage Patrick Corbin, the Braves have owned him over the past couple yep. of years. And hopefully that continues to happen on Saturday. The Braves can go ahead and clinch another series win, which would be great. And like you said, try to pick up some more ground on the Mets who had to face Sandy Alcantara on Sunday. And outside of Max Freed, I think he's one of the best pitchers in the National League this season. I think you're on to something there. Alcantara's been one of the absolute best, and it's better for the Mets to have to face him than for the Braves to have to face him again. He has owned Atlanta thus far this year, and he is, again, one of the best pitchers. Expect him to be on that all-star staff. He even has a shot to start perhaps the all-star game. One other note on the Braves' 50th win of the year, which comes tonight and gets them 15 games over 500. They did not get their 50th win until July 27th of last season, and when they did, they were still two games under 500. So a lot has changed for the Braves. If you're kind of looking to line up with how did things go in 2021, how are the Braves trending in 2022? The answer is they're in a pretty good place, and they're on the cusp of a very big showdown with the first-place Mets, which will be happening once we get through this weekend series. Game two on Saturday, 4.10 p.m. Eastern time at Truist Park. It's the Braves, it's the Nationals, it's Kyle Wright, it's Patrick Corbin in the middle contest of the three-game series. That'll bring us to the end of this edition of the Braves Postcast. It's always part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Lots of great shows for you. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts as well. Once again, the Braves with a 12-2 victory over the Washington Nationals. We look forward to coming again soon. Braves Postcast. For Jake Mastriani, I'm Grant McCauley. We will catch you next time. And until then, so long, everyone.